at the Dogfish Head Brew Pub, not brewery, but brew pub in Rehoboth Beach. We've had a couple different beers so far on the trip. But the one that we're having right now is... The Treason Ale, which is... Well, just why don't you just read the description right off their menu? I, that's what I was going to do, Bob. Yeah, well, you know me. It is a gluten-free sorghum beer with loads of Pfeiffer Orchard strawberries, 6% ABV. And this is not our first visit to the brew pub on this trip, and we've been shying away from this beer because every other gluten-free sorghum beer that either of us have ever had is awful. It's sour in a really bad way. Well, no, it's not the sourness that bothers me about the sorghum beer. It's just there's this really weird, hard-to-describe flavor that does not taste like beer or anything else that I want to have. It's like a, it's a vegetal, just a weird, weird, strange, not typical, like an odd grain flavor. It's when some of your vegetables in your vegetable drawer have gone bad. So we figured we'd try just a very small sample uh, a small glass sample of this one plus another one that looked like it potentially could be a disaster the they, they say repertoire but you'd say repo terroir this one is a, a by their description a distinct 5.5% ABV session lager brewed with elemental native terroir from the following collective breweries Sierra Nevada well you know instead of Instead of saying everything, look at the blog, and we'll list the entire printed description of this beer. But um, let's do bad, but then good. That one, it, it's, it's interesting. I, I really like the idea. They, what the, the basic concept is taking ingredients from all of the collaborating breweries, Sierra Nevada, Avery, Allagash, Dogfish Head, and Lost Abbey, uh, and putting them all in a beer. It looked okay. It smelled a little strange. And to, to be honest, I wasn't totally put off by the flavor, but I couldn't drink a pint of this vegetable beer. It had the sweetness from a honey that was in there, but they also have a few other ingredients like mint and carrots, which I think helped to contribute to a little bit of phenols and vegetal notes to it. But still, I mean, the concept itself is rather intriguing. I'm happy when someone brews a beer that I might not love if it's really pushing boundaries. They'll know if they should brew it again based on if they sell through it fast enough, I guess. But, yeah, this is something I couldn't down a pint of and enjoy it. But it was nice to take a, a two-ounce sample. But for the sorghum beer, we love that. That was a big surprise in a, in a good way. It almost was as if someone had tried to do a Berliner Weiss with fruit. Didn't quite nail the Berliner Weiss style on the head, but certainly if you had handed this to me, I would never guess it was a sorghum beer. It's really refreshing. I would guess it wasn't a 100% barley malt beer, uh, but I agree. I, all the sorghum beers I've had ever before have all been just terrible and things I, I just dumped out. They're too sweet and too strange tasting. But this beer is refreshing. Someone mentioned, I think uh, one of the staff members in the brewery tour we took uh, just an hour ago mentioned that it's similar to the Festina de Pesh. I definitely can agree with that description to a degree, the way it's a, a bit tart and a bit sour. Another Brewpub-only release that we tried was Death Metal, which is an imperial stout with uh, American hops, coffee, and vanilla beans. 9.2%. That was good. We had that as a dessert beer in... 
It did have all those things, but compared to other versions of that style, it was a little one-dimensional and a little narrow in its profile. I still prefer it to a slice of cake. It was a little acrid, very bitter, but it didn't have that roundness. Well, one beer that we both agree that we thought was fantastic was Limb and Life, which is a collaboration with Sierra Nevada. Uh, they do a commercial release called Life and Limb, and this one comes from the second runnings. And they brew it with uh, maple and birch syrup and aged in maple and baywood. They say Baywood from Sam's and Ken's Family Farms. It's 4.2% ABV, and it was really refreshing. And I would have a hard time describing what made it unique, but by reading birch syrup, reading that made me think, yeah, birch beer. I remember drinking birch beer as a kid, and that's what it reminded me of. I thought it was ginger at first, but no, it's the birch beer flavor. And it had a really nice, even though it's the second runnings of a much stronger beer, there was still a really good malt profile to it. it a nice sweetness then combined with the maple and birch, but it wasn't overly sweet. It was also a nice light in body and one of those beers you could drink all day.